Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The Orlando Magic. Bounce pass, baseline, Gordon. Dangerous pass, but Aaron caught it, made him look good. He spun to the rim, jumped up high, and packed it down real hard. Here's Fournier, three-pointer good. Evan Fournier continues to stroke it well from outside. Fournier drives into traffic in the lane. Nothing out to Vooch for three. He'll shoot it. He'll hit it. Vucevic shot it right over OG. And Aaron Gordon crosses over once, twice, drives on Cameron Johnson, got deep, lays it up, and hit in a foul on the rookie. Just go ahead, give him his lunchbox as you take him to school. Those are the Orlando Magic starters. Evan Fournier leads this team at 20 points per game. Nikola Vukovic back averaging 17. They're the 24th-ranked offense and the 12th-ranked defense under Steve Clifford. But here's what's unique about them. Again, 24th offense, 12th defense, right? Last two weeks, flip it. They're the 8th offense and the 25th-ranked defense. So who are they? We'll find out coming up. They're the 27th best three-point shooting team, which is definitely... A little bit different. They're the second best team in the league at not fouling. The Utah Jazz are 15 and 11. They are the 12th ranked differential team overall. They're 20th in the league offensively, 11th defensively, and they've flipped a little bit in the last two weeks. They're the 16th ranked offense and the 20th ranked defense. So not quite the same, but they've been a better offensive team than defense the last two weeks, and Orlando is the same. So two of the teams in the league thought to be when the league's year started, the best offensive teams in the league have actually been better offensively recently. Let's go to Dan Roberts with the starters. For our Utah Jazz, brought to you by Science Bank. Starting at forward, wearing number two at six, seven from Australia, Joe Ingles. Starting at forward, wearing number 44 at 6'8 from Croatia, Bojan Bogdanovic. The starting center, number 27 at 7'1 from France, Rudy Gobert. On the guideline, wearing number 45 at 6'1 from Louisville, Donovan Mitchell. And at guard, Number 10 at six feet from Ohio State, he is back, Mike Conley. The Jazz are coached by Quinn Snyder. Three, two, one. force be with you. It's Star Wars night in Vivint Smart Home Arena. And the Jazz get some reinforcements with Mike Conley. Turnover on T, picked up by O'Neal. Right side Conley, stop and pop three. Pow! Mike Conley for three. Conley at the top, picked up by A.B. Pick and roll with Bogdanovich. Conley's open, fires a three. Swish! Mike Conley, 26 tonight. And hope for a little skywalking from Donovan Mitchell. Nashville finds Donovan coming through the lane with a cock and hammer. Right-hander for Donovan. Donovan hard drive to the basket. Rises right hand. Cock 
American Hammer. Wow! Donovan off a handoff from Jeff Green. Pounds it home. And the Stormtroopers come from the land of magic with a sharpshooting Frenchman in Evan Fournier. Fournier's got the rock left corner. He'll force a three right up and in over Valanchunas. Pretty good shot there by Evan Fournier. Guy shooting 32% on a year from the three-point play. Prop point there. I want to save about, save about five of them tonight. It's Star Wars night from downtown Salt Lake City. It's the Jazz and the Magic. Tip-off is now. David, I think it's appropriate that we watch the screen action tonight, and that's by both teams. Let's see which one of these teams can get the best of each other or who defends it better. If you're missing earlier, if you missed us earlier tonight, the interesting thing about this is that the Jazz run the second most on-ball screens in the league, and the Magic run the most off-ball screens in the league. So we'll keep an eye on that and see how it plays out. One note on our officials tonight. Bill Kennedy is one of the officials, a veteran NBA official, and this is his first appearance of the year. He has not officiated a game this year coming off injury. And it has been one of the storylines kind of untalked about in the league is the amount of injured officials leading to the amount of inexperienced officials calling games. Well, so nice a, to have Billy Kennedy back. Well, it's amazing how some people think that, you know, how can an official get hurt? All they're doing is running back and forth, stopping and going, but there's a tremendous amount of injuries with knees and everything else. Actually, Ron, last year there were, I think, five officials that played more games than any NBA player. Yeah, that's it. They play right 48 there. every night. Okay, here's the first play. And what's it going to be? No, you were supposed to do this tonight. Oh, I was supposed to do this? There were yeah. so many actions to it, I couldn't figure it out. Donovan on a curl, spinning on a 48, scooping and scoring. That was exactly what they diagrammed, but I couldn't figure it out when they diagrammed it. I'll be honest, Quinn outdid himself tonight. That was something else, that first play every night. So fun to watch come together. Here's Markel Fultz, former number one pick of the draft, getting in the mid-range, shooting and missing, and the rebound comes down to the Jazz. Joe Ingles is in the starting lineup tonight, if you didn't hear it from Dan Roberts. Ingles takes a left-hand dribble, fakes the pass, gets to the window, misses the layup, rebound comes to Vukovic. Now this is where Fultz, uh, watched him, he just goes coast to coast. And very fast, sometimes he's out of control. They're the fifth best team in the league in transition. Mid-range jumper for Fournier over his French teammate. Rudy Gobert is up and in. He's very good at that, and he'll stretch it out as far as he can to keep Rudy there and try to shoot over the top of it. Bogdanovich works the right side. He had another 30-point game against the Warriors with a franchise tying eight threes. Donovan pick and roll with Gobert, gets in the lane. They cut him off. He keeps it alive, puts up an awkward right-hand floater, and it goes in. This time from the right baseline rather than coming straight at the basket. Markel Fultz played a single year at the University of Washington. Throws a bad bounce pass stolen by Conley. Conley in his first game back after missing five, wearing a white leggings and a white uh, arm brace or arm warmer. Donovan pullback jumper on the right side. No good. Here goes Fultz going coast to coast all the way to the window, laying it up and in. Volts averaged 23.6 rebounds and 6 assists at the University of Washington. So he can really score it despite all of his problems he's had in the NBA. Conley driving on Fultz, switches left to right, scores it. 6-4 Utah. Fultz has changed his shot, his jump shot is better. Do you remember how great he was in Summer League? Oh, absolutely. He was incredible, and then it all went awry. Vukovic, left side, three, no good. He's his second game back after missing 11. Six to four, Utah. 
What a year he had last year with 21 points of ball. All-star. Obert rolling to the basket, tries a finger roll scoop, never got it up high enough, it comes down short. And the rebound comes to Vukovic. Well, it looks like they're going to be able to get that pick and roll there with Rudy and, and, and Joe Ingles. Jonathan Isaac working into the middle. Turnaround jump shot over Bogdanovich is no good. Donovan goes down to the ground. Gobert rebounds. Isaac is, I don't know if I'm surprised. The Conley finds a trailing Gobert. Goes hard with the left hand and misses. Vukovic dropped the rebound out of bounds. What were you going to say about Isaac? Sorry, Rob. Well, that he's playing as well as he as he is. He's shooting the basketball very well, leads the league in block shots, and, and he's just long and lanky and doesn't have any weight to him, but you know he's getting the job done out there on the floor. 6'11", 210, leads yeah. the NBA in block shots. Inbound Bogdanovich, had a window to shoot it, instead he drives, fakes the pass to Gobert, double clutches, Isaac blocks it, Gobert tips it, back up and in. By the way, on the Donovan Mitchell pullback jumper a few minutes ago, I didn't see it when it happened, Aaron Gordon's shoe came off each Faking Juked him right. so badly. Literally, right, Ron? Literally. Right, right out of his shoe. Oh, Vukovic gets down low for an easy layup. Instead, Gobert fouls him hard. Fultz with a nice find. Markel Fultz is a much-talked-about story. He grew up in Hatesville, Maryland, went to the University of Washington, number one pick of the draft, was part of the Boston-Philadelphia trade with Jason Tatum, and then he got something, a shoulder injury or a something, uh, that prevented him from taking shots. If you recall... The last game he ever played for the Philadelphia 76ers was against the Utah Jazz, in which he couldn't grip the ball and shoot it. So when he got the ball at the free throw line, he patted it back and forth and then shot it. And after that, they shut him down and eventually traded him to Orlando. He has now started 21 games for Orlando, averaging 12 points, three rebounds, and four assists. It's 8-6 Utah as Mike Conley comes to the front court, gives it out to the right elbow to Ingles Conley comes and gets it back. Now drives with the right hand all the way to the window. Kicks it out to Donovan. Wide open left side. Catch and shoot. Three curls out. We'll take that all night long. Well, Donovan's only one for nine from that corner, David. Really? Interesting. Yeah. He's such a good catch and shoot guy. Jazz are the number one catch and shoot team and the number one three-point shooting team. Jonathan Isaac off the bounce. Pull-up jumper in the mid-range. No good. Well, one for nine. I mean, that, he hasn't had that many opportunities. Only nine attempts. Well, Donovan's about 50% his rookie year from the corner. Those corner numbers without that big sample size, usually return. Here's Bogdanovich, guarded by Aaron Gordon, one of the elite athletes in the league. They double him off the pick, rotate to Conley, open catch and shoot for Mike, no good. Boy, those are two shots the Jazz will take all night long. Conley comes into the game 42% on catch and shoots. Donovan comes in at 42% as well. And Eric Gordon weaves his way into the lane and takes a mid-range jumper and hits it. We're tied at 8-8. Is he underrated or what? I mean, Aaron Gordon? Yes. I just think know. that he's... Every game that I've watched, he's just been really solid out there on the floor. I think people might go the other way. Here's Conley. Holds his pivot foot. Kicks it out to Bogdanovich. Ball fakes Isaac. Rotates to Donovan. Drives on Fournier into his body. And a foul, a blocking foul on Fournier. Donovan and Fournier hit head-to-head. Yeah, Donovan was getting ready, or trying anyway, the Euro step. Boy. Interesting to me tonight, Rod. We've got great space with shooters, but I was talking to someone before the game tonight who said, hey, we've got this great space, but we're not, we're not, we aren't getting on the rim as much as you would think with all this space, but tonight, with this lineup, it feels as though they are. There's noticeably more space with Joe Ingles on the floor than Royce O'Neal. Yeah, because of the respect that Joe Ingles has, you know, 204 three-point shots made Bogdan last year. Sorry, Bogdanovich on an off-ball screen, comes to get it, hits the three, and Ron Fournier's the number one off-ball screen guy in the league. Terrence Ross is number nine, but in the middle of that pack at number five is Boyan Bogdanovich. All of those guys 
get the shot off very quickly too. Aaron Gordon back cut, catch, and reverse dunk in one motion. Yeah, something that I thought the Jazz would be doing a little bit more of going back door. Aaron Gordon does it. Gordon works the right side, bounces into the post to Ingles. He's looking to distribute out of this. Low pick and roll with Gobert, and they'll call a travel on Joe. Billy Kennedy blows his whistle for the first time all year. Joe Ingles. So the first sub of the night. Jazz are going to change the rotation. Mike Conley goes out. Obviously, Mike's probably in a little bit of a minute restriction. I don't know if anything's official with that. But I think you'll see Mike playing some with the second unit, the way this substitution pro works tonight. Donovan now guarding Fultz. Top to Vukovic. Played at USC after coming out of Montenegro. Left side, Aaron Gordon for three. No good. Long rebound. Back to Vukovic. Jazz released out. Gordon will try it again. Joe Ingles blocks it from behind. It hits off the side of the glass. Aaron Gordon shoots 31% outside of three feet. Yes, I said that right. Three feet. 31%. So, no, I don't think he's over underrated. 11-10. <laughs> Here comes Donovan. Working it with a one-point lead. Takes an off-balance right-hand floater. No good. Gobert just softly and definitely taps it up and in. Boy, Rudy looks so much bigger. He does. You're right, Ron. If for some reason, and those little tap-ins look like... Vukovic is 6-11. He'll shoot the three over the top here and miss. Vukovic shooting 33% from three this year. He's having a tough shooting year after having a brilliant year last year. Bogdanovich works his way in link. Cross-court pass to Donovan. Rotates to Joe. Bypasses the three. Instead hooks it. Over to Bogdanovich, but a three in the key on Gobert. Pass up two shots. Yep. Rudy gets caught in the middle because he's thinking those shots should be taken. I'll take it, though. This team is learning how to move the ball. You're seeing a different team in the great penetration. 13-10, Jazz by three. Timeout on the floor. We'll take it as well on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Quinn Snyder. This team has been about learning. For them, for us, for all of us, we learn that he's really good and we're glad he's healthy because he makes us better. I can't say it better than that. <laughs> Steve Clifford. And, you know, it just gives him another really dynamic pick and roll player. So you have, say, you know, Mitchell on one side and Conley on the other side. It's, it's going to be a problem. That is your sound flash brought to you by New Skin. New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best of you. Jazz with a 13-10 lead here over the Orlando Magic. First time this season that Joe Ingles has started with the lineup. Now Emmanuel Moutier, Royce O'Neal are in. So different rotations, seeing the Jazz get a little bit more out of their bench. Markel Fultz drives, gnashes, bounces it down to Vukovic, back out to Fultz. He doesn't like to shoot the three, he will here, and he'll miss it poorly. It does not look comfortable for him still. That shot still seems to take a little bit out of him. Donovan working on the right side. Getting free of Carter Williams, the former Rookie of the Year. Swings it up top to O'Neal. Left side to Bogdanovich. Hit eight threes the other night. Guarded by the 6'11 Isaac. Comes off a Gobert pick. Gobert slips it. Bogdanovich goes in and out. Drives. Misses at the rim. Rebound comes to Fultz. Jasmine getting to the rim nicely tonight. Fultz going coast to coast to the rim. Scored it. That's the move that I was talking about there. Sometimes it looks like he's out of control. But boy, he is very fast. And he finishes very good at the rim when he gets there. Maybe he is the sole reason why they are the fifth best team in transition in the NBA. They only go in the 15th. They're 25th in the half court. So if we can slow them down, that'll be the big to advantage. Bogdanovich coming off off-ball screens to the left side. Catch and shoot three. Short. Rebound comes down to the Magic. Magic are wearing a gray uniform with orange 
tonight. I've never seen it before. It's not colors I think of when I think of the Orlando Magic. They're baby blue and pinstripes. Not very attractive. No, it's pretty ugly. Fournier working the left side, fades to the window, misses. Fournier has struggled against the Jazz because he usually gets a few shots a night at the rim and is not getting those against Gobert. 13-12, Donovan. Comes off a Gobert pick with a left-hand dribble. Bounces to Rudy. Tries to rotate to the corner, but he lost the ball before he could make the pass. Here comes Carter Williams. Left corner, Markel Fultz. Bypasses the three. Penetrates. Donovan cuts him off. Turnaround jumper is good for Markel Fultz. He's got a nice start going for him tonight as he's got an early four points. Fourteen, thirteen, Magic. 3.55 left in the first. They go under the pick. Bogdanovich fires the three and makes a pay. Ron, is there anything difficult about playing after having such a great game like Bogdanovich does? No. That you're trying to recreate it or anything? No. It's, 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 when you have that much confidence, you're, you're ready for the next game because you think you didn't figure something out. Fournier off the bounce. Three, no good. Fournier is a great catch-and-shoot guy. Sixth best in the NBA. Not as good on the, off the bounce. He's missed the last two. 16-14. Donovan swings to Moody, who's been playing very well recently. He drives all the way to the window. Doesn't get up off the ground, though, and misses the layup. Here comes Fournier to the front court. Fournier drives to the left hand, retreats back, fires over Gobert, and hits. Six. I think the Jazz, and I thought Quinn brought this up a couple of practices ago about switching when you really don't have to. And I thought that was one of those chances right there. Bogdanovich takes a tighter curl this time, attacks Vukovic, kisses it high off the window, and in from the mid-left side. 18-16. Jazz have hit 8 of 19. Magic have hit 7 of 17. Timeout, Steve Clifford. Well, we wanted to know, are these offensive teams or are we defensive teams? And so far in the early going of this one, with the Jazz leading at 18-16, it's hard to tell. No very few free throws, no offensive rebounds. Low on the turnover scale on both sides. The defenses are probably outplaying the offenses right now. 18-16, 2.50 left in the quarter. We'll take the timeout as well on the Jazz Radio Network. How about this? Are you ready for this? Let's hear it, David. Tonight's injury report presented by University of Utah Health, taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. UUHealth.org slash jazz. That's it, right there. That's it. There's no injury report. There is no injury report. For the jazz or the magic? Both teams healthy. How's that? A few substitutions here. All right, substitutions. Aaron Gordon goes to the post. Terrence Ross is in the game. He'll be their primary scorer. Swings through on Jeff Green. Misses, and the rebound goes to Davis. So Joe Ingles is now manning the bench unit with Royce O'Neal. So this is new. This group has not played together much. Jazz will have new lineups all year with a new starting lineup tonight. Or all game. Here's Ingles, right side. Guarded by Carter Williams, who's long, pretty good defensive player, not a good offensive player. Moutier drives, has a lane to the basket, attacks Bamba, gets blocked and fouled, and Moutier will get free throws. Moutier got up higher than he usually does on that run. He he came with a commitment to that drive. And that was a two-foot jump there as, as well, and that was one of the reasons he was able to, to have a little more control after the bump. Off one leg, it probably would have taken him sideways or something like that because he was hit on that left side but a two-foot jump kept him. Boy, it's tricky. You take the one-foot jump at certain times. You need to have, you need to have the one-foot jump to get there qu more quickly, yeah. but the two-foot jump gives you the power. 
So do you just instinctually know what you're supposed to do, Ron? Yeah, exactly. That's the way I've always felt it, that a two-foot jump gives you more control off when you're with contact. So he sees that, realizes Mo Bamba's there, knows, all right, I'm going to get contact, so I'm going to put this down, put my second foot down. Unfortunately, he missed both free throws. Yeah, that doesn't help. Mo Bamba shoots the three there as well, doesn't About he? two and a half a game, in fact, for the seven-footer out of Texas. DJ Augustine drives, blocked by O'Neal, picked up by Davis, outlet to Moutier. Moutier leaves it behind for Ingles. He blows by Carter Williams to the window, lays it up and in beautifully. Now, this, that's a fast break. That is a fast break. Augustine, the veteran, diminutive point guard, ninth pick of the draft, started last year. Out to Bamba, ball fakes the three, hands it back to Augustine. Augustine works the left side. Carter Williams, not a good shooter. Ingles gives him room. He puts it on the deck, drives on Joe, and gets all the way to the glass and scores it. I was wrong. This lineup has actually played 26 nine possessions together this year, so not very much. It's not that they haven't been on the floor together. They just had a hard time scoring when they have been. Jeff Green will fire the three right side and offline badly. Boy, when he is hot, he is hot. And when it's not online, it doesn't go. Augustine, right side, stops the dotted line, bounces it inside to Bamba. Turns with a hook shot in the paint and scores it. Mo Bamba. Bamba at seven feet, 241, was the sixth pick of the 2018 draft. Tied at 20. Good matchup tonight. Ed Davis, angle left, hands to Joe Ingles, has some airspace, fires and hits. A catch and shoot three for Joe Ingles, but really a handoff in three. But no dribble involved, and he nails it 23-20. Jazz shooting the three very, very well recently. They're going underneath the screen, and the Jazz know that. Down low, Bamba goes up, blocked by Ingles. Loose ball, Joe has it. Has Moutier out in front. They have a two-for-one opportunity, so Joe will pull it back up. They want to shoot this at 30, 36 seconds of the quarter. Joe works the left side. Cross-court pass to O'Neal. Penetrates. Gives it down low to Davis. Davis hooks it to Moutier. And Moutier steps on the end line or the sideline. Jazz lead at 23-20. Magic have not hit a three in this game. They are 0 for 7. They're 26th on the season, so that's not an area of strength for them. Jazz should get the ball back. Mike Conley will check back in. So Conley checks in. Moutier checks out. Now Conley on the floor with this group. Augustine, Jazz have a five second differential Ron just mentioned. Augustine working the top at the logo. Aaron Gordon comes to set a pick. Augustine shoves off a little bit. Jeff Green switches to him. Augustine drives four seconds on the clock. Kicks it wide open. Terrence Ross right side, air ball. Rebound comes down to O'Neal. Two seconds, one second. O'Neal into the paint, goes up and he's fouled. Is that Michael Carter-Williams? was Eric Dallin, the official on the call. They're going to review this as Siegfried and Jensen review to see whether or not it happened. And it looks to me as though he was fouled with about .1 seconds left, maybe .2. If the push is right there, maybe .3. So he, Royce should get those free throws. This is such an interesting night to me, Ron, because... With the way the Jazz are changing things up, we're getting these little five. Quinn's trying to find something out of the five million. Jeff Green's shooting the ball well, doing manual. But the group collectively, it just hasn't worked, right? We've been talking right. about it every night. So 
the last group that was on the floor for just that little bit of time had played 26 possessions together this year. This group has played 15 possessions together this year. So there's just these little tiny pieces, and they're trying something new tonight. And we're going to see with the starting lineup changing whether it can impact the bench correctly. Well, So Joe, the Siegfried and Jensen review. Siegfried and Jensen reviewing injury cases in Utah for the last 30 years. It will tell you that it's .6 seconds left in the quarter. And Royce O'Neal will get two free throws. No, I think they're going to, yeah, they're going to shoot it. Um, the bench, David, it has to get better. And, yes. And you can see Quinn is working very, very hard at, and they're, they're going to take the ball out of bounds. Oh, so he'll you know, have to take it out with .6 seconds left. Yeah. I thought Royce was in the shooting motion. All right, Conley inbounds. .6 seconds left. Ingles comes to the ball. Ingles catches. Ingles shoots. Ingles Bam. scores! <laughs> A three for and, Joe Ingles. And he has something to say to Michael Carter-Williams. Is Joe the... Is he the Larry Bird of today's air? Because he talks stuff all the time, especially after he makes a bucket. That's when you know he's going. Jazz take a six-point lead at the end of one behind three-point shooting. The Mountain America three-pointers, four of eight in the quarter. The Magic go 0 of eight in the quarter, and the Jazz lead it 26-20 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Left side jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Conley inbounds, .6 seconds left. Ingles comes to the ball. Ingles catches. Ingles shoots. Ingles scores. That was the buzzer beater that wrapped up the first quarter. Give the Jazz the 26-20 lead. Brought to you by America First. Game summary, America First. The finest in financial services. Second quarter underway, 26-20. Jazz took nine shots at the rim in that first quarter. 11 mid-range shots by the Magic and six mid-range shots by the Jazz. Here's Terrence Ross, another Washington product. He can really light it up. He scored 50 in a game in his career, but fades away here over Royce O'Neal and misses. Mike Conley. So here's a lineup we have not seen this year. Mike Conley with Joe Ingles. Jeff Green down low at Davis slam dunk. How about that pass? Beautiful. I mean, the ball did not stick. He got rid of it very quickly. 28-20 Utah. Conley meets Augustine at the top, forces him to his left hand. He tries to dive into him for a foul call, doesn't get it, but hits the elbow jumper. Augustine just had his number retired at Mount Brothers High School in New Orleans. So cool. Yeah. Ed Davis at the elbow, gives it over to O'Neal. He comes off a pick, drives, attacks Mo Bamba at the window, missed it. Ed Davis misses the tap-in. Offensive rebound, kick out. Jeff Green, ball fakes a three. He attacks Bamba, fouled. Bamba is as long as Rudy Gobert. Jeff Green is down on the other side. I think he got hit in the face, David, because when he... No, that's nope. not his face. That's not, not that face. <laughs> <laughs> Not that face. <laughs> <laughs> Not that face. <laughs> ah, I want my knees for a reason. <laughs> the crowd starts to realize what's happened here. <laughs> Jeff Green still just kind of chuckling. Aaron Gordon laughing a little bit at him. <laughs> Jeff Green just kind of, oh, now hobbles back, talks to Mike Conley for a minute. 
Doesn't ask Michael Carter-Williams if he could borrow the mask. Because he didn't get hit in the face. See if, he <laughs> see if he makes the free throw now. And now has two free throws. Jeff Green. First free throws long. <laughs> Fifth pick of the 2007 draft. Out of bo originally by the Boston, Boston Celtics. Celtics. Then traded for Ray Allen on draft day. Mm -hmm. And really the story of his career. Very much the heart condition. He missed the 2011 15 season with an aortic root aneurysm and missed both free throws. Both he and Moutier recovering from low blows have missed both free throws tonight. The jazz free throw percentage when recovering from below the belt hits is not good tonight. Terrence Ross working the left side. He'll force up a three in traffic. Missed it. Great defense from Royce O'Neal early here on their dynamic bench score. Jeff Green brings it up. Hands to Conley. The two Memphis teammates driving. Conley comes around on a Nash dribble. Brings it back out on an et low Ed Davis pick, and it's fouled by Bamba. It shoots it up and scores. Love that play by Mike Conley right there, Ron. Yeah, and that's something that he's picked up on doing more of here in the last, I don't know, uh, 10, 15 games maybe. It really will work definitely good for him because he's, he's, he's only six foot one. And a lot of times driving to the basket, you're going to run into a forest of trees there, and you can't get the shot off. So keeping that ball alive will help. Free throws good, 31-22. Jazz have played a nine-man rotation. George Niang has not played out of the regular players as of right now. I don't know if he's in the rotation tonight. Here's Aaron Gordon, angle left outside the three-point line. Hands back to Carter Williams. He is not a good shooter, and this is really not a good shot. Rebound comes down to the Jazz. Conley left side. Conley comes down the left sideline. They switch out. O'Neal's open three ball straight away. Got it. Utah 34, Orlando 22. 14-2 run off the bench for the Utah Jazz. Michael Carter-Williams shoots 26% from three-point for his career or for, the season? For the season. For his I think his career number's about that, too. For his career, he's at 25. Okay. <laughs> so, right. right. Commercial free second quarter as the Utah Jazz 34-22. Ron, that's a 12-4 run off the bench with Mike Conley leading that second unit. Tell me what you're seeing right now before we jump out to some of our other stuff about what you... What look, looks different? What looks good? This this could be very important for well, Utah. I, I just hope that this is a, a has, is a recipe. I mean, I just hope this solves the problem that the Jazz have had with the way Quinn is running things, uh, keeping guys. Let's just look at it this way: just when he makes the substitutions, does it keep a Conley or Joe Ingles in that same position they were as starters? Meaning when they're handling the ball and when when they're not handling the basketball just to make sure that they are in the same, playing the same role, Interesting. put it that way. Well, Mike Conley's gone through some adversity here with the Jazz to start this year and the hamstring. Before the year, I sat down and talked with him about what the toughest thing he ever had to overcome is. Well, I think over the last two or three years, just the the injury, the, the Achilles deal that I had, even though I had surgery two summers ago on it, but I was dealing with it for three seasons prior to that so like that whole four-year span was was just me trying just barely making it through you know just like man I'm, I can't I, like this is hurting so bad I need to fix I need to do something but the problem was we were in the playoffs every year and we were trying to make a push and we we're trying to make a run so I was like I'm not missing that for anything so I'm doing everything I can to 
stay on the court and balancing that and you know just was a tough part of my career but mentally man you know thankfully my family my kids they're all you know they're my support system they kept me together and uh and shoot i feel like i i saved a year from having that year off from from the surgery interesting comments from mike conley and then dealing with it here in utah i think it's interesting to hold that conversation with him then ron about the toughest thing he's ever been through i think this is probably it for him at this point in his career the last Last four months or three months have not been what Mike Conley anticipated when he came to Utah. Great to see him rolling a little bit tonight and feeling more comfortable. Well, got off to a very slow start, a little different role than what, he, what he's used to, and then when you start to struggle knocking down shots. Now, I'm not going to blame the different uh, systems on open contested shots because those open contested shots he was getting last year, he had a great year, so he should be making those open contested shots this year. It's just that, you know, he's struggling with it right now. You know, I go back to that first night, Ron. I wonder if he had just gone 5 of 11 that first night instead of 1 of whatever, if it all just would have been all right. But I almost feel like that first night just avalanched on him. Yeah, that's a great point. I agree with that. Jazz are 5 of 9 from 3. Magic are 0 of 10. Magic are not a great three-point shooting team. They're 27th in the league. Carter Williams inside, holding his pivot foot in the paint, slides by, lays it up and in. 34-24, Utah really playing well right now, both offensively and defensively. Second unit on the floor with a new group that has played very little together and executing well. Here's Conley playing a two-man game with Ingles on the right side. Conley drives, tries to get a shot off, and loses it out of bounds. So right now the Jazz have Conley with Ingles, Royce O'Neal, Ed Davis, and Jeff Green on the floor together. I, I think, David, the Jazz don't need the ball to stick on one side for too long, one side of the floor for too long. 9.22 left in the quarter. Jazz by 10. They've allowed just 24 points. We're in the second quarter. Aaron Gordon, picked before Dante Exum in the draft, gives to Mo Bamba. His line drive jumper comes up short. Boy, Bamba is long and tall. Rudy Gobert about to check in. He'll be the two longest players in the NBA on the floor. At the same Great time, steal. a Carter Williams steals it from Ingles, going coast to coast to the lane, lays it up and in. And that is what has kept Michael Carter-Williams in this league despite a 26% three-point shooting stroke. See if David, if, if Joe takes advantage of him being so aggressive now. Technical there. foul on Michael Carter-Williams for talking with Joe Ingles. And Joe, then he goes to give Joe Ingles five, and Joe ignores him. <laughs> well, see, Joe had talked stuff to him when he hit the game winner. I mean, game winner, the, the buzzer beater there in the first quarter. He talked stuff to him, and Michael uh, Carter Williams stopped and looked at him, and Joe was still talking. So now that he takes the steal and, and scores, he gets a technical foul. And Michael Carter Williams was kind of <laughs> laughing a little bit about it with Eric Dallin, the official, goes to give Joe Ingles five as Joe's laughing. Joe doesn't give him five, so he taps him on the chest. Joe goes to the bench with laughing a little bit. All right, so now, Jess, look at this rotation, Ron. So now all of a sudden you have Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, and now Steve Clifford is at midcourt, yelling at Eric Dallin, and he gets a technical foul. He asked for that one. He walked to midcourt and pointed at him. Wait a sec. Steve Clifford. No, it was only one. Good. I like Steve Clifford. Has some interesting things to say uh, in the coaches' meeting there. He's always good, isn't he? Yeah, he really is. What it, what jumped out to you the most? Well, I couldn't hear him. But oh, well, I, I liked him. I liked him because and he, we've played a bunch of it. Yeah. I didn't realize something, by the way, until but, just a moment ago. 
What's that? One of the members of the Orlando Magic coaching staff. Oh, Tyrone Corbin. Mike Conley drives, kicks it up to Donovan. Donovan double clutches, floats it up, and scores it. Jazz really looked to have a lot of space on the floor tonight, more so than they have all season. Maybe it's how Orlando's defending. 38-26. Jonathan Isaac, left baseline, blows by Eric Green, gets by Donovan, draws the foul, and scores it by Jeff Green, excuse me. Not Eric Green, the former Virginia Tech guard that once played for the Jazz for a game. You see how talented this young kid is? Oh. He, he blows by, and then he changes directions as Donovan comes over to defend. He changes direction and finishes, still finishes with the left hand. That's his first two of the night. Isaac played a single year at Florida State. He's having the year three breakout right now. It's all coming together for him in his third year. Grew up in the Bronx, New York. 38-28, Jazz by 10, 8-13 left. Mike Conley works the top of the right-hand dribble, finds Bogdanovich on a tight curl, in and out right-hand dribble, swings it back out. Lobs it down low to Rudy at the rim, who dunked it, oh my, Rudy, what a dunk. What a pass. Bogdanovich put it right above the cup. Rudy had a defender on his knees. He went up and still was able to hammer it. Now, Terrence Ross is 6'7", six 6'8", foot six foot but that was a perfectly thrown pass. Vukovic working in the post, reaching in, Conley knocks it away. Vuk gets it back. Out to Isaac for three, good. Jonathan Isaac shoots 34% from three. It does take him a long time to get that off, but he makes it. Him and Markel falls both. Rudy on a roll, goes with one hand to dunk it. Isaac blocks it. Donovan picks up the rebound out above the circle. DJ Augustine going full speed, tries to leapfrog him, but that's a foul. 40 to 31 Utah, 7.32 left. And now Emmanuel Moutier comes back in. Mike Conley checks out. Yeah, I would imagine stretches for Mike Conley. Wonder if the That'd Jazz will discover something. This feels, this rotation feels nicer tonight. Jeff Green has played seven minutes, already has four rebounds. He's still on the floor with Moutier. Two of them are very good friends. Bogdanovich, ball fakes, gives it to Gobert, gets it right back. They double Bogdanovich, swing up top to Moutier, rotates to Jeff Green, corner to Donovan. Donovan holds it, now drives with the right hand, tucking it, switching up, and scoring. Nifty move by Donovan Mitchell, who's got eight. Love this ball movement. This team feels really good right it now. Feels, yeah, and Orlando, like I'm wondering, sometimes you wonder if it's a t when a team defends you. doesn't feel like it. Here comes DJ Augustine. Orlando doesn't throw a lot of passes, by the way. Inside to Vukovic, guarded by Gobert. He's working in the post. He ball fakes, gets Gobert up. Now he can't force it back up, misses. Rudy's too good. Rudy stayed down, but it, Quinn had talked to him about keeping those arms straight up in the air. Donovan works the right side, brings Vukovic out, finds Moutier back to Donovan with a soft pass that Donovan has to go get, so he can't shoot out of it. And the spacing's bad because Moutier's in the corner. So Donovan says, could you please leave? Donovan fires the three minutes. <laughs> It was so nice of Donovan to be polite to Emmanuel Moutier before he took that shot. How do you know what he said? <laughs> Could you move, please? <laughs> Could you please move? <laughs> 45-31, Jazz by 14. Fournier left side, snakes it in and out, kicks it out to Vukovic. Three over Gobert is good. That's the, that's the threat that Vuk gives them. But he has really struggled. He's only shooting 25% on long twos this year. He was at 43% last year. And the three ball, he's at 33%. Here's Moutier. Emmanuel playing a little bit more recently, about 22 minutes a game. Drives, flares it out to Jeff Green, who's wide open, feet set, misses the three, rebounds tapped out, but Fournier has it for the Magic in their gray uniforms with orange lettering and numbering 
almost fluorescent orange. Kind of ugly, aren't they? And socks to match. It's not a good look. 45-30, unless you're in Hollywood and really cool. 45-35, jump shot right side, Augustine no good. Rebound, Moutier, open floor, Emmanuel drives, goes into the defense, wraps it around to Mitchell. He gives to Bogdanovich. He attacks it and lays it up, misses. Gobert shoves Vukovic out of the way for the rebound and is fouled. Technical foul coming on Rudy Gobert. Nope, delay a game on Rudy Gobert. Zach Zarba gave a break. I thought Rudy was just holding the ball to see no, who, who you're calling the foul on. Watch what he does here. Oh, made sure. He tapped it and batted it and it went into the crowd. Ever since Richard Lewis, many years ago, yes. got upset and tried to throw the ball against the basketball standard and missed and broke a woman's face and nose. In Seattle, right? Yeah, they have made that an automatic technical foul. DJ Augustine bounces it back to Vukovic right side. Moutier defending. Vuk much bigger. They rotate out of it to Fultz right side to Fournier. He takes a dribble to his left, fires the three, and misses. Great defense by the Jazz. They took the sixth best catch and shoot guy and made him take a dribble. 45-35. Jazz by 11. Five minutes left here in the second quarter. Moutier cross-court passed it. O'Neal, touch pass to Bogdanovich. Step back, three, right side, no. Rebound tapped but not controlled. And here comes Fultz. Open floor with his hair bobbing. Leaves it behind for a trailing. Isaac who puts it on the deck and a foul on Bogdanovich. 45-34. The Jazz leading it by 11. Orlando's really interesting, Ron. If you look at Orlando's schedule this year, they have won one game all year that you'd think they would have lost, and they've lost one game all year you would have thought they should have won. They have really done almost exactly what you thought. They've lost three of their last four, but they've played Houston, Milwaukee, and L.A. recently. Vukovic, left side three, no good again. Long rebound comes out to Bogdanovich above the circle. Gives to O'Neal, attacking the 10. He meets Isaac at the top. He finishes and a foul. Royce O'Neal will buy one and get one free. This is what I like on a fast break when you can push the ball ahead of the defense, give your teammates a chance to make a play. I mean, that was just textbook. Ron the Royce O'Neal did exactly what he needed to do, go strong, draw the contact, and finish. Jazz are... Last in the league in fast break opportunities. Are you seeing anything tonight? If they continue to play that way, David, yes, I am seeing something. Is there something of... Because pushing the ball ahead of the defense, I think it it really puts you in a great position. Great energy by the Jazz tonight as well. Out top, Fournier works the left-hand side. Great defense. Donovan slides out to him, forces a tough fadeaway three left side. He hit it. They'll call it a two. Fournier's been on fire this year. He's averaging 20. He went over 30 in three out of four games. Quickly left corner, Bogdanovich gives to Rudy. Rudy takes a dribble, goes up high, puts both hands behind his head, stares at the 10 and assaults it with a two-hand dunk. I'm glad whoever is underneath the basket when he does this. Got out of the way. That would hurt. 49-36, Jazz playing brilliantly. Double stagger left to right. Coming Augustine for a right-hand floater up and in. I had in my notes after watching the ball game the other night that he and... Fournier, both shoot that floater. Left corner, quick three from Donovan, no. But the Jazz are getting down the floor and getting in the corners quickly tonight. I'll have to check my notes on the Magic to see if they allow things quickly on that. Augustine, working the paint again. gets Kicks it out to Fultz. They give him airspace, so he shoots the three. It's good. Markel Fultz with a three. Quinn Snyder takes a timeout. Markel Fultz leads all Magic scorers with nine. Donovan Mitchell has 11, and the Jazz lead at 49-41 here in the second quarter. And if you're wondering, because I was, 
so far this year, the Orlando Magic allow the seventh fewest threes in the league, but they are 25th in defending that three. In the corner three, Ron, allowing 43% of all corner threes. And Ron, you've had a bunch of thoughts about the good old corner three. I was wondering about that because I'm looking at, especially on that, well, on both sides of where the, just doesn't seem like players are very good at that spot. You know, you, if you take our team, for instance, and uh, Boryon is probably the best at the corner three. Donovan Mitchell was five for 11, two for 12 with Joe Ingles, three for 17 for Jeff for uh, Jeff Green, Royce O'Neal. Well, this is incredible. One for 11, so it, it's. But this it's, is incredible, Ron, because the Jazz as a team on corner threes this year are 42%. So the Jazz are a 42% corner three shooting team while Donovan's struggling, mm -hmm. while Joe Ingles is struggling. Imagine what happens when they start doing what they've done their entire career. Okay, it's, but who makes up for that? George Boyan. Niang. Boyan. And Boyan 17 for 34. Wow. And Niang, yeah, absolutely. I think George Niang's quite good as well. All right, let's yeah. do an NBA runaround on our commercial-free second quarter. Let's see what's going on around the NBA. Crowd on their feet here at Madison Square Garden, saluting the Knicks right now. Nine seconds to go in the quarter. Randall has it. Gets it out to Smith. Smith, left wing, goes baseline. Floater is in and out, back in again. Smith has eight. The Hawks trail now by 24. Hawks lose by 23 in New York, 143-120. That's our next opponent. R.J. Barrett had 27. Trey Young had 42 in the loss. Aaron's dribbling with five to shoot. Aaron's still dribbling. Got underneath, throws up a prayer, and it goes. And now McConnell steals the inbound to not go, no, in and out. But the Lakers will take it, Michael, only down two as we go to the fourth. But they never pull it out. The Indiana Pacers give the Los Angeles Lakers their second road loss of the year. Anthony Davis did not play tonight, but a 105-102 win for Indiana. 26 for Damatis Sabonis, along with 10 rebounds and four assists tonight. Malcolm Brogdon had 14, 5, and 6. LeBron, 20 points, 9 rebounds, and 9 assists. Balls for a Bagley screen. Uses that to the left. Out to Bagley. He'll pull on a three. Good. Five threes in the quarter for the Kings. 80 to 79. Hornets with the lead. Despite the hot three-point shooting of the third quarter and Marvin Bagley returning to action with 14 points, the Sacramento Kings fall in Charlotte. The Jazz's second opponent on this trip. 110-102, 23 off the bench for the Malign Malik Monk, who also had 10 rebounds. And Devontae Graham had 15 points as Charlotte beat Sacramento. Back in action here, Jazz 49, Orlando 41. Royce O'Neal, top to Ingles. Top of the key comes Gobert, hands it back to Ingles. Left hand dribble to the free throw line, bullets a pass to O'Neal. He drives the baseline, attacks, and Isaac reaches from behind and knocks it away. Fultz coming to the front court at full steam, in, and he is going hard to the rack. Lowoffs it up high above Gobert, no good. Offensive rebound, Fultz, no look pass to Vukovic. Right side, Aaron Gordon, floater, no good. He's the worst floater shooter in the NBA. Rebound, Gobert. Here comes Aaron Donovan. Long steps to the window, Rose corkscrew layup, good. 51-41, Utah. There it is again. You push the ball ahead. You got some pretty good finishers on this team. Just let them make plays. It's, the tempo tonight and the push is very different than we've seen. I don't know, maybe it's three yep. days off. Fournier, right elbow, fadeaway jumper, no good. Has not taken a shot at the rim all night because of Rudy Gobert. 51-41, Jazz by 10. Bogdanovich off a double stagger. Now puts it on the deck, takes the dribble at Vukovic, attacks him, lays it up and in. Boyan Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich with 10 points. 
Donovan with 13. Gobert already has 11 rebounds. Fournier left side. Top to Vukovic. 53-41 Utah. Fultz left unguarded and open from three. Front rims it no good. Rebound to Bogdanovich, but he's not reluctant to shoot it. Here comes Ingles streaking ahead. Bogdanovich bullets a pass. It goes by Ingles' hand out of bounds. But a great idea. Well, Joe took his eyes off of that. I, I thought he was looking to where he was going to shoot. He got, I thought that was a, a beautiful pass, and he should have had it. I think he was, first of all, I, I, if we see the replay, I don't think it came up quite the way he thought it was going to. Just didn't get down low enough to get it. Huh? Yeah, second thing is I think he was going so fast that he did look up, Ron, you're right, because he realized he wasn't going to be able to finish on the front side, and he had to figure out what he was going to do with it if he got it. Great point. So I think you're exactly right. Vukovic, right elbow. Hands it off to Ross. He's their second scorer, main scorer off the bench, Ian Fournier. Doubles in a curl by Fournier coming the opposite way, and he scores it. That's a neat play. He's always going to come to the ball. And off-ball screens. They run the most off-ball screens of anyone in the NBA. 53-43. Fultz really up on Donovan. Donovan retreats out to the half line. Brings it to the right wing to O'Neal. Bad spacing. Here comes Bogdanovich. Jazz respace. Bogdanovich attacks Ross. Right-hand drive, two-foot jump, lost the basketball. Gobert grabs the rebound, looks to throw it out. No one's there, puts a high up. Banker off the window and in. Love to see him work on that particular shot and just become very good at it with both hands. That'd be big because it with means he's, both hands. he's oh, shooting okay. over somebody, and that is what he has not been able to do in his career is score over anyway. Vukovic, mid-range jumper, no good. Long rebound Ingles. Gobert already has a double-double tonight, by the way. 10 points, 12 rebounds. So 14 times he's had. Seems automatic. Seems like if he wakes up in the morning. Donovan, high straightaway three off the bounce. No good. Rebound Aaron Gordon. 49 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz by 12, 55-43 in a brilliantly played first half. Aaron Gordon works the left side. Off a of pick and roll. Gordon gets in the lane. Fades back with the jumper and hits. That's why people think Aaron Gordon can be so good. He's three, three of six, seven tonight now. Donovan has a chance for a two for one. He tries to get in the lane, but gets it stolen by Fultz. Coming the other way, Markel Fultz to the window. Royce O'Neal reaches in and fouls him with 29.6 seconds left in the quarter. He'll get two free throws. Fultz goes to the line for two. Wonder how good was he? Well, last year it's 57% from the oh, free throw man. line. This year it's 77. Oh, so man, just so different, right? Whatever yeah. was going on mentally and physically seems to be behind him. He played 14 games in a rookie, 19 last year, has already played 24 this year. Really a wonderful story. The fact that he has hopefully figured it all out. He holds the basketball comfortably, bounces it a few times, spins it, now holds it in his hands and shoots it up and in. When we saw him last in Philadelphia, he padded the ball back and forth the entire time because if he held on to the ball, he was not able to shoot it. Just tighten up, wouldn't he? 21 seconds left in the quarter. Game clock and shot clock are separated by six seconds. Ingles will run a pick and roll on the left sideline. Bounce to Gobert. He kicks it up to Bogdanovich. Sets his feet. Fires the three and hits. And fist pumps going back the other way. Steve Clifford wanted a traveling call there. On Gobert? On Gobert. He might threw have a, a, Might have been a legitimate request. Fultz works the right side. Comes off a of Vuk pick. Will attack Gobert. Now swirls it out to Fournier. Royce O'Neal is tethered to him like Velcro. And then Gobert comes over and a foul called with .6 seconds left. Rudy Gobert fouls his French teammate. Really good defense. But then he got by O'Neal at the last second. 
and Rudy had come over knowing the clock was winding down, got caught in between steps a little bit. Our second quarter tonight's been commercial free, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. And with the first free throw no good, let's take 10 seconds for station identification along the Utah Jazz Radio Network. From the Carrier HVAC studio, this is KCNS FM Colville, KCNS AM Salt Lake City, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Fournier makes the final free throw. We'll go to the half. It's Utah 58, Orlando 47. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why I developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location or start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. Jazz by 11, 58-47 on the Jazz Radio Network. half was really, I think, what every Jazz fan envisioned about this basketball team when it was started. Now, it'll be interesting to see whether or not that was just an anomaly or whether something has changed, Ron. And the second half gets underway with the magic of the basketball. Vukovic down low on a mismatch on Bogdanovich, and he scores it. Ron, what... That felt to me like a very different basketball team that we've watched all year. What jumped out to you about it? I, I think the ball movement and, and it, a couple of players here with, you know, Donovan back in, back on the floor. But you can see that Moutier, who, what, one shot? Yeah, I mean, maybe the biggest part is Ed Davis plus seven, Jeff Green plus nine, yeah. Royce O'Neal plus eight, and Emmanuel Moutier plus two off the bench. The Jazz just put together 24 solid minutes of basketball in that first half. Yeah, but and you're looking at numbers, and I'm looking at the way the guys are, are, are playing. And the shot selection. Yeah, and the shot selection, how they're getting their shots, pushing the ball ahead of the defense for transition. Fournier gets to the free throw line. Conley steps out to him nicely. Gobert's on a switch, so Vukovic is being guarded by Donovan in the post. Donovan does a nice job of forcing him out high, and an illegal defense called him the Jazz. Yeah, that one foot there by Boyan in the in, in, in the paint. It, you can see that the adjustment that the Magic have made with their with their pick and roll with Fournier and Vucic, Vucic. They are stretching it out to the point where the Jazz cannot re-switch. Re They're not running a, a... Just keeping Donovan on Vucic. You got it. You got it. Vucic. Yeah. You got Vucevic. it. Isaac swings it up top to Fultz, former number one pick, originally by Philadelphia. Mid-range step-back jumper, rattles out. Rebound to Ingles. Gobert had a double-double in the first half. Joe Ingles started tonight, so it's Conley, Mitchell, Ingles, Bogdanovich, and Gobert. Pick and roll, kick to the corner to Ingles, not a good, excuse me, to Conley, not a good pass from Ingles, so Conley has to go out to get it. Reset at the top, Donovan. They double-team off the pick and roll, swing to the top to Conley. He drives on Fultz, steps back for an off-balance floater on the right side, no good. Rebound comes down to the Orlando Magic. Magic have been the fifth best defensive rebounding team in the NBA this year. They'll send a lot of guys and they're big to the glass. 58-50 is the score. Utah down eight. Fournier throws it up top to Isaac. He'll shoot the three over Bogdanovich. No good. Rebound to Gobert. It's the first time I've seen a, a rescreen with a staggered screen. That was for Orlando. 
Conley comes off a of Gobert curl, gets to the free throw line, lobs it to Rudy, slam dunk. Rudy Gobert's got mammoth numbers recently, and tonight's going to add to that list. Rudy Gobert last six games, 19 points a game, 77% shooting, and the same amount of dunks per game as he had all of last year, 60 to 50. That was a question I've been asked many, many times. Fournier, tight curl, layup good. There it is, Ron. Off-ball screens. Orlando runs more off-ball screens than anyone in the NBA. And we saw Fournier who comes off the more than anyone in the NBA right there. Why'd that work where other things haven't? Well, I think because Rudy was just a little too tight on Vucevic. Ingles flips it up to Bogdanovich. Ball fakes, left-hand drive, attacking the 10 block by Isaac, who leads the league in block shots. Aaron Gordon picks it up. Gordon on the right side, guarded by Donovan. Gordon flares it back to Isaac. Isaac works to the right side. Instead of going to the post to Vukovic, he'll take the right side baseline jumper and hit. 60-54, to 54, the Magic bring it back to within six. Conley works the right side, rolls it to Gobert, and Gobert alters his pivot feet and gets called for a travel. Jazz need to settle down. Jazz have 13 from Bogdanovich, 13 from Donovan, 12 from Gobert, 8 from Ingles, 7 from Conley. Those are your Zions Bank starters. Zions Bank, they haven't forgotten who's kept them in business. A tight curl again, I mean. Here's Fultz off a pick and roll to the left instead. Conley goes down, Vukovic takes a mid-range jumper, missed it. Rebound comes down to Ingles. That's the shot Vuk's not hitting this year. He hit 46% last year, just 25% this year. Six-point game. Jazz lead it. They've led most of the way. Gobert, ball fakes, now puts it on the deck. Another ball fake. Jazz working on those things in practice. They show up. Bogdanovich, double team, tries to throw inside. He's, it gets to Gobert, rotates it to the corner to Conley for a corner three, no good. Corner three doesn't go for Mike Conley on a wide open look. Fultz spinning. Mike stays with him. Vukovic, Pac-12 product, played it. Utah, gives it over to Fournier. His three, no good as Donovan went down. Ingles with another rebound. Push ahead to Conley. Jazz aren't running quite as much as they did in the first half. I like it when they run the score, David. Conley swings it up top to Donovan. Donovan calls for the pick and roll. Works to the left side. Pulls up for a mid-range left elbow jumper and bricked it. Missed that one by more than he probably has all year long. Folds to the front court. Jazz get back defensively well. Jazz transition defense has been a problem here in the second part of this short season. Vukovic's little floater off of Fultz. Give no good. Here comes the Jazz. Can they get a tired team now against Orlando as the altitude starts to kick in? Swing up top to Donovan. High pick and roll. He snakes underneath. Finds Bogdanovich. Right corner three. Nope. No good. Too long. Fultz rebounds. Guys are gasping for air. Vukovic particularly, who is only playing his second game back in 11. Vukovic trailing for a three right here. Short. <laughs> Rebound comes down to Bogdanovich. Jazz are gasping. Donovan says, slow this thing down. Rudy's walking. Quinn says, timeout. And they needed it. 60-54. to 54, Utah leads it by six. Everyone's out of breath on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz lead is 6, 60-54. Jazz outscored the Magic 32-27 in the second. Jazz are the 10th best third quarter team in the league and the 19th best, the Magic are the 19th best, so you'd think there's an advantage here to the Jazz here in the third quarter. Substitution, Mike Conley goes out, Royce O'Neal comes in.
Conley, two of six, has five assists, though. Catch and shoot, Joe Ingles, right corner three. Boy, was that perfect. The net barely moved. And that's the thing that him and I have had going here for the last few years when that net buckles. That's pure. Fournier is their leading scorer. He's waiting in the left side. Royce O'Neal's attached to him. Fultz comes to the basketball instead. Fultz works into the mid-range, steps back for a jumper and hits. He's going to be fine, Ron. I think so as well, David. I mean, I think Orlando may have pulled off an incredible steal because his shot on that range looks totally comfortable. Donovan, beautiful drive, wraps it around to Bogdanovic, rotates to O'Neal, gives to Ingles, back to Donovan in the right corner, pow! Wow! Such beautiful basketball. That uh, is something else. This is the Utah Jazz tonight. How fun. Fultz flips it out to Vukovic, mid-range, high-arcing jumper, no good. O'Neal rebounds, can the Jazz run like they did in the first half? Kick ahead to Bogdanovich, quick release, three, bam! What a sequence, 69-56, Jazz by 13. Well, that curl with, from the weak side of the floor. Isaac, pull up jumper, no good. Expand on what you're saying, Ron. Fournier well, coming up the curl, what's happening? That, it, it, he's just, it's just dangerous, and he's open all the time. Last year he was 0 of 8 against Lob to Rudy. Rudy couldn't get up and they're going to call a foul. Fournier's really struggled against the Jazz, Ron. Last year he was 0 of 8 against the Jazz in the January game here. In Mexico City he was 7 of 14 but just 2 of 7 from 3. The last time he was here before that he was 4 of 18. The game before that he was 4 of 11. So since Gobert has become a force, his French teammate who he knows so well Fournier's last four games against the Jazz have really been a struggle for him. And tonight, he is not having a very large influence either. He's not having as big a struggle, shall we say, but he's not having as large an problem. Bogdanovich, free throw line, defenders behind him, the defenders in front of him follow Gobert to the rim, so he just steps forward and shoots it. An 11-2 run for the Jazz as he scores. Here's Fultz, right side, met by Moutier. Low pick by Vukovic, mid-range jumper for Fultz. That one didn't look comfortable. Comes up short, Moutier rebounds. Jazz on an 11-2 run. Royce O'Neal's open with his bright blue shoes on the left side. He rips the cords from three. And Utah's on fire. A 14-2 run. And the Utah Jazz lead it 74-56. Timeout on the floor by Steve Clifford. The Jazz are rolling on the Jazz Radio Network. Seventy-four fifty-six. John Stockton in the crowd tonight, liking what he's seen tonight from the Utah Jazz. Jeff As Malone's this, son, right there. No way. Yes, it is. That's Jeff Malone's son. Yeah. Oh, that's is. awesome. <laughs> and there's the crowd welcoming on John Stockton. Oh, he's here, smiling. That might be the first time I've ever seen John Stockton smile when he got on the jumbotron. <laughs> he's turning the page in his life. And look at the standing ovation. Standing wow. ovation for John. <laughs> a few people kowtowing. In the meantime, there's a ball game going on. Not a good one. The Jazz, we're five minutes left in the third, and the Jazz are up 18 on the best 
sequence of basketball they've played all season long. Carter Williams left side. Cross court pass to Fultz, guarded by Bogdanovich. Works away from the Vukovic pick, drives, reverse side layup is good. It's really cool. I'm not rooting against the Jazz and rooting for Fultz, but he has been through an awful lot, and tonight is the first time I've seen him look like he's going to be okay, Ron. That, that shot, I mean, he has long, fast steps. Donovan snakes through the defense and draws a foul. I mean, Fultz, Ron, he's the number one pick of the draft for a reason. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you didn't, like, sorry, I didn't mean that, like, Ron, like, yeah. Like, but, I mean, he's 23 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists as an 18-year-old at the University of Washington. You just don't do that without a world of skill. And the we, we've seen Fultz play 14 games a rookie and 19 last year, as rarely as we've seen him, and frankly have not watched Orlando other than two games to prep for this tonight. So your immediate thought is, boy, what did they see to make him the first player picked in the draft? Well, he didn't have the problems, right? Yeah. He didn't have the either physical or mental problems that he had after the pressure of the first pick got to him. But if you look through the history of guys, if in fact some of it was things like what Steve Sachs and Johnny Rabb and those guys went through, those guys don't often get through it. I mean, this is a neat story. Here's DJ Augustine. He loves to reject the screen, but this time he goes off two in a row. Swings it back up top to Isaac. Down low to Vukovic. Nice pass out to Carter Williams. His three barely nicks iron. That play was beautiful, except for that it ended up in Carter Williams' hands for a three. Here's Moutier, right side, driving up the backside of Isaac, tries to flare to the corner. O'Neal saves it, but he throws it above the break, taken away by Carter Williams for a fast break, driving, and he scores. An above-the-break turnover by the Jazz. Those are catastrophic. Yeah, that time you could see Moutier got up in the air, and there was nowhere to go. Moutier's trying. It's still a learning process. He's... Yeah playing super well recently. Oh. Gobert tries a backdoor cut to Bogdanovich. It gets kicked. And that's the first time, well, maybe not the first time, but that's the first time they tried to get a, a score off the back, back, back door. You remember that Orlando denies. And so when they're out there trying to deny on the dribble handoffs and on the, on the swinging of the pass, ball swings, then that's what you're going to end up with. Jazz have played a nine-man rotation tonight and gotten high-quality minutes throughout the whole evening. They lead by 16. Donovan comes off a Gobert pick, attacking Bomba, puts up a right-hand floater and scores it. Donovan's got 20, and it's been an easy, smooth 20. What do you think about that? that what do you think about it? Come on now. That floater? The floater. What do you think? I think that it worked on that shot. <laughs> I mean, he can't not take it ever. Here's Carter Williams trying a floater himself, and it falls in after three bounces on the back iron. 78-62. It's not like they shoot 0% on it. It's just not the most efficient answer. Donovan. Mo Bamba, 7-1, waiting for him. And Donovan drives bullets into Green. Couldn't quite handle the pass, so he attacks in the lane, blocked by Isaac. Green in the paint, has to get out, gives it to Gobert. Here comes Moutier. He shoves off with the right hand, and that's an offensive foul. Donovan yells out to Jeff Green. That's my fault, I think. I'm not sure what it was about, but he yelled across to Jeff, said, my bad. Jeff nodded and said, all right. Mike Conley checks back in. Emmanuel Moutier and Donovan Mitchell check out. So now it's Conley with Ingles, Ed Davis, Jeff Green, and Royce O'Neal. And this is the part of games where things have been falling apart for the Jazz, but it did not in the first half tonight. Moutier with 11 minutes. Conley, 14. Ross, he's their primary scorer now with Fultz off the floor. 
Key works into the mid-range, floats up a right-hander, no good. Rebound back, tapped out by Bamba to Ross. Gives to Carter Williams, attacks, pass to the wing, deflected out of bounds. Ten on the shot clock, 2.44 left here in the third quarter. The Jazz leading it by 16. Carter Williams played at Syracuse in their zone defense under then Jim Behan. Aaron Gordon with a terrible turnaround jumper as the shot clock's going off and no good. He is, for as athletic as he is wrong, it's just not impactful on the game, Aaron Gordon. But I'm not sure there's a place for him here. O'Neal drives and reach in by Ross. I mean, you really look at Aaron Gordon, Ron, for Orlando, and Aaron Gordon is 6'8", 220, probably as good an athlete, pure physical specimen as there is in the league. He's not a three. He's a four. But they have Jonathan Isaac, they have Mo Bama, they have Nikola Vukovic. I don't know how he fits here. Conley works in the lane, bounces it down to Ed Davis, who catches, but then dropped it on the way back up. So it's a turnover, and the Magic come the other way, with it down by 16. Ross driving, good defense from Conley, helped by Davis, but Ross is able to finish with a foul. Ross's first two of the night. The Jazz have done a very good job of well, keeping him in check. Last year was his career year at 15 points a game, the former eighth pick of the 2012 draft. Remember when the Warriors tanked in 2012 so the Jazz couldn't get the pick? And everyone always talks about, oh, we could have had Harrison Barnes because that's who the Warriors took. The truth of the matter is, actually, the Jazz would have had the eighth pick of that draft because Toronto would have had the seventh had the Warriors not tanked. And Terrence Ross was that draft pick that the Jazz would have had that year. High pick and roll, Conley with Davis. Conley drives, gets in the paint, scoots it back to Davis, who's not a threat. So he hands it back to Joe Ingles. Ingles retreats it back outside the three-point line where Carter Williams comes back to him. Five on the clock. Joe drives, gets it knocked away, fading back, tough look, right side, no good. 78-65, and D Ed Davis commits a foul on the backboard on DJ Augustine, unfortunately. But luckily only the second team foul on the Jazz. Yeah, that was... One of those fouls where Augustine did a very good job of getting in front of Davis and slowing down, forcing Davis to run up his back. First foul in the final two minutes, so an astute play by the heady veteran in his 12th year out of Texas. He's having a struggle this year. Everything's down. About eight percentage points from last year. Carter Williams. One rookie of the year during the process in Philadelphia. Left side to Ross. Quick catch and shoot. Missed it. Boy, that's a good look usually for Terrence Ross right there. Orlando has struggled from three tonight. O'Neal right side, driving the baseline. Kicks it out to Conley. Rotates to Ingles. Left corner three. Got it. And talks to the bench. The Jazz are 13. Check that. 12 of 23 from three. The Magic are 3 of 23 from three. That's the difference in this game. And now Joe is 3 of 11. A three of 12, rather, from the... Well, he's going to heat up because he's not a, he's not an 8% corner three shooter like he has been all year. So that's going to go in the Jazz direction. 81-65, Utah's. Aaron Gordon misses again. He's now three of nine. Ingles, Conley, small to small pick and roll. Rotation, right corner. Royce O'Neal, three, no good. Ed Davis battling for the rebound and a foul on Mo Bamba. Ed Davis earning that foul. Joe Ingles tonight, 4 of 4 from 3. Bogdanovich, 4 of 7. Royce O'Neal, 2 of 3. Donovan Mitchell, 2 of 5. Ed Davis will go to the free throw line. 
Not very many free throws for Ed Davis so far this year. Has five rebounds already tonight in eight minutes, though. The left-hander out of North Carolina. His dad, Terry Davis, played for the Dallas Mavericks for a little while. He was three of seven. Did he make that? He did. So he's now he's four of eight. Joe Ingles, by the way, five of seven for the field tonight, four of four from three. That's our WCF Insurance Efficiency Report brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. Well, he misses the second free throw as Ron gave you the numbers and told you that was going to happen. <laughs> 82-65, Jazz by 17. Augustine goes off the pick, pulls into a three, and is fouled, and he hits. Mike Conley with the foul. Yeah, that's play. I know I've said this many, many times, and I don't want to keep repeating myself, but that's just a smart play. You come off that screen, and you know they're trailing over the backside. And, and some teams want to go underneath. Some want to lock in and make sure and try to get between the screens. Others just want to run trail from the backside. And when you feel a player like that running up your backside, you just stop in front of him and shoot the three. And you would like Donovan Mitchell to I add like that to his game Donovan, in the part you left it, out. Yes, because he <laughs> drives so hard, and they're, they're really staying pretty close to his backside. There. Conley with 10 seconds left on the shot clock and 14 in the quarter. Gives to Davis. One dribble. Attacking the basket. Blocked by Bamba. Here comes Aaron Gordon. Eight seconds. Leaves it behind for Augustine. Left corner, Michael Carter-Williams for a three. Air ball. Offensive rebound, Bamba for a dunk. 2.4 seconds left. Conley shoots it from half court. Rimmed it. No good. Jazz lead is 11 as we head to the fourth. 82-71. Utah is 11-3 and this year when leading going to the fourth quarter. Magic close on a 6-2 run and cut it to 11 on the Jazz Radio Network. by 11 as we head to the fourth the story of the night three-point shooting the jazz 12 of 25 the magic four of 25 jazz the magic ron the magic have only committed one turnover tonight in the entire game and that's you know that's kept them in it jazz are down 11 conley driving right hand floater no rebound comes down to vukovic outlet to augustine ingles is the only one back he flies by him and scores it a quick fast break basket the other way to make it 82 73 Mike Conley is two of eight in his return. Ingles top, comes off a Davis pick. They hug the middle, pass to the corner, stolen by Augustine. And a foul by Conley in the backcourt. All right, first two possessions going the direction of the Magic. As we open the fourth quarter, the Jazz did not run as well in that second quarter, second half. And what showed, Ron, is the Jazz took just three shots at the rim in that third quarter, the Magic not letting it out run, and then the Magic, who protect the rim beautifully, are now holding the Jazz off the rim. Augustine working the right side, drives at Jeff Green, goes reverse side and lays it up and in. That's his shot, the six-foot-tall point guard. Jazz trying to push ahead. Jeff Green drives to the basket, puts up a wild right-hand shot, blocked by Bamba, had Ingles wide open in the corner. 82-75. Right side, Terrence Ross, three. No good. Jazz... Better hope they don't start hitting threes. They've been missing them at an alarming rate tonight. Four of 25. Now four of 26, I think. 
Jazz were 5 for 10 in the third period from the three-point line. Conley working the left side. Tries to Nash. Kicks it out to O'Neal. Rotates singles. Right back to Royce. 4-3. No good. Offensive rebound. Tapped out by Ed Davis. Into the backcourt. And Ingles able to tightrope the sideline and recover it. 10 on the shot clock. Joe's barking out signals with eight, calling for a pick with seven. Better hurry. Now drives with five, gets caught in the air, puts up an awkward shot and misses. Here comes a fast break for the Magic the other way. Push ahead to Fournier, timeout Quinn Snyder, and the Jazz are getting run out of the, on the last two possessions. 82-77. The Magic are on a 12-0 run if you count the six on the backside of the third quarter into the six on the front side of this quarter. And it's 82-77, Jazz by five on the Jazz Radio Network. It's NBA now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. The Los Angeles Lakers, the Indiana Pacers. Brogdon tries to take Dwight to the rim, got to the rim, throws it up and in. Timeout, Lakers. Pacers 104, Lakers 102. No good. Dwight's got it. Three-pointer for the Lakers can tie the game. Rondo into the front court. Five seconds left. Rondo to Dwight. Back to Rondo. 35-footer. No good. It's in and out, and the Lakers lose. Oh, Rondo almost made it. It rimmed in and out. And the final score, Pacers 105, Lakers 102. That's John Ireland on the calls, the Pacers, and the 13-game road win streak by the Lakers. That's our NBA now. Donovan, beautiful head fake, drives it, Bamba puts it off the window and in. I love that, Ron Boone. Got all the way to the window and laid that up and in. By the way, the NBA now brought to you by ARUP Blood Services. They need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients in need of life-saving blood. Don't let another day go by without helping someone that needs you right now. Get out, Check out utahblood.org. Jazz lead at 84-77. They have the basketball with 10 minutes left in the fourth. Donovan to the front court with his yellow Don ones on. Top of the key to Ingles. Right side to Donovan. Donovan crosses over on Go- off a of Gobert. Puck, hooks up the floater. It's short. Rebound comes out to Bamba. Fournier pushes ahead to Ross. They've got both their scorers on the floor right now. Ross goes down low to Bamba. Bamba's not a back-to-the-basket player. He's a decent three-point shooter. He dribbles out to it. Hands to Ross. Ross will take a mid-range jumper over Gobert and hit. 84-79. Magic tonight are 4 of 26 from 3, but they've only got one turnover. Ingles, left-hand dribble, attacks Bamba, kicks it to the corner. Donovan's open, takes a dribble, settles himself, fires, misses. Wide open, unguarded corner 3 for Donovan, who's 2 of 6 from 3. And a foul now on Donovan guarding Augustine. George Niang will make his first appearance of the night. For Joe Ingles. Interesting. Joe's already played 29 minutes. Bogdanovich 28. Gobert 28. Gobert 28. Royce O'Neal 26. Niang. Teams often go right at defensively, and that's what's happening right now as Fournier works him in the lane, wraps it around outside to Bamba for three. No good. Rebound Donovan. Magic are an un conscionable 4 of 27 from 3. Donovan at the top. Comes off a Gobert high pick. Comes back around it again. A foul on Terrence Ross trying to defend Donovan Mitchell. And that's 
Donovan's kind of confusing Joe. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Rudy. Because the way they've been working on that pick and roll there is, is Rudy hesitates and then he goes the opposite way of Donovan. So if Donovan comes back with a rescreen, Rudy has to wait. And then he's able to go. So Donovan's playing with Rudy out there and Rudy doesn't know what to do. Bogdanovich, he's got 18, works the right side of the floor. He's got long Mo Bamba, 7-1 guarding him at five on the shot clock. Steps into a three on the right side, hit it! Oh, that's filthy. Was that a James Harden type step back there? That was filthy. Oh, goodness. And 21 and five threes for Bogdanovich. 87-79, Jazz by eight. Augustine working the left side. Ball fakes Bogdanovich, gives it back and fires the three and hits DJ Augustine. Steely veteran. Augustine. Hit the game winner in game one of the playoffs last year and gave Orlando that surprising game one win. Here's Bogdanovich. Comes off a pick, rotates, Royce O'Neal, wide open, right side three, got it. The Jazz are 14 of 29 from three tonight. And every time the Jazz hit a three after they've already hit 10, that's a $100 donation to the Huntsman Cancer Institute by Mountain America. Learn more at macu.com. Foul on O'Neal on the right side. That's just the third team foul on the Jazz with 740 left here in the fourth. Jazz 90, Magic 82. Augustine at six foot. Is the third, he's in the third spot for most players played six feet and under. And he's not even listed at six feet anymore. What's well, he listed at five they, re they remeasured him, he's now 5'11. <laughs> Everybody Jameer Nelson, number one. The league shrunk. <laughs> Augustine, ball fakes Donovan and dives into him and got the fouls. Donovan left his feet. That'll be the third foul on Donovan. Fans don't like it, but that is entirely a good play. He really do had to dive forward, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm so glad that they... It's going to be a three. Wow, they're only calling it a two. I think it should be a three, frankly. Remember years ago, you get a guy in the air. Well, not years ago, but a few years ago, you get a guy up in the air, whether he was left or right, the guys was jumping horizontal, trying to draw the foul and the, the officials was, going, was giving it to him. First free throw is good. Second free throw is good. It is three free throws. Jazz are having a great night tonight. The defensive rating's right at 100. The offensive rating's at a 110. Now they got to hold on. And the scary thing is the Magic have two statistical anomalies going on right now. One is that they have only one turnover all night. The other one is the fact that they're just 5 of 28 from 3. So they get so they can turn it over before they start hitting threes. We're okay. Yeah. 90 to 85. Jazz by five. Gobert trying to get it to Ingles. Can't. There, there's it, there's the denial. George Niang comes to get it. Takes a dribble to his left. Fires a three. No good. Rebound long out to Ingles at half court. Gobert tapped it once. Bogdanovich has it. Just 12 on the shot clock. He works the right side of the floor with a low right hand dribble. Cross court pass. Niang left corner three. No good. George comes off the bench firing and misses his first two. Here's Carter Williams, swirling out, left side. Terrence Ross, catch and shoot three, got it. Uh-oh, two-point game. 90-88, Quinn Snyder timeout. 23-8 run by the Magic. And it's a 90-88 game. The Jazz lead by just two on the Jazz Radio Network.
disturbing news. Mike Conley, left hamstring, is out for the remainder of the game. So that, that's not good. No. I mean, obviously, first game back, and then to feel something is not great. So there's a difference between a pull hamstring and a torn hamstring. I just wonder if it's a pull hamstring, how close is it to being a torn hamstring? Well, they've just said it's a tight hamstring. They haven't given us either of those two. Yeah. All right, so Joe Ingles, that's why George Niang came into the game. He hadn't played earlier. So Michael Carter-Williams, who stripped Ingles earlier, is giving him the business as he comes up the front court. Bogdanovich at the top, comes off a Gobert, pick to his left, takes a dribble, fires and misses. He's not as good at catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. The Jazz have not been getting to the rim tonight. Vukovic, three for the lead, good. And the Magic suddenly lead the Utah Jazz on a night where they've played so well. 91 to 90, a 20-8 run by the Magic in the quarter. Bogdanovich to the rim, double clutches, misses as Bamba and Isaac defend it. Excuse me, it was Isaac. Here come the Magic on the run. Augustine right side. Augustine in the lane. Augustine floater. Scores it. 28-8 run by the Magic. And the back door was there. Boyan just missed the layup. Ingles comes off a hot Gobert pick. Kicks to O'Neal. Catch and shoot three is open. He missed it. And the Jazz, who were red hot from three, are now cool. And the Magic, who were ice cold, have now gotten tepid. Augustine on a pick and roll. Vukovic goes down, so Augustine has nowhere to go. Flares it out to Vuk for three. Missed it. As I said, tepid. Quinn wants another timeout. Five thirty to play here in the quarter, and Quinn Snyder is down to one timeout left for this basketball game. But he's got to do something about the way this team's playing right now. Well, it's hard to run when the ball's coming out of the net. We'll get some thoughts, Ron. But first, yeah. let's pause ten seconds for station identification across the Utah Jazz radio network. From the Carrier HVAC studio, this is KZNS FM Colville, KZNS AM Salt Lake City, 975-1280 The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Ron, what are you seeing that's different in the really fourth quarter, but also in the third quarter a little bit tonight? third well, quarter was even, the fourth I, quarter was Augustine, I think, has really made the difference on how they're getting something, getting some action out of their pick and roll. Uh, now he has 17 points, but that has a lot to do with the way he's he's coming. He keeps getting to the elbow of the free throw line. He's keeping Rudy there and keeping the defender on his back. Vukovic is out among the, the, the three-point line. Not that he's been has hurt the Jazz from there, but the fact that he's been able to break the defense down. This is something the Jazz like to do a lot of is when they get into the paint. And, and move the basketball. What's interesting, Ron, is the Jazz are down to 8% of their possessions in transition. The Magic have 20% of their possessions in transition. So the Magic are now running and the Jazz are not. Bogdanovich, half-court set, kicks to O'Neal, rotates to Donovan. Catch and shoot three, contested, no good. Rebound comes to the Magic. The Jazz in the quarter. Now 3 of 15 shooting. Augustine driving to the window, scores it. 30-8 run, Magic 95, Utah 90. 
And Augustine has really been the difference in this, well, in this, especially this second half. Bogdanovich contested three straight away, no good. Jazz are not going to the rim at all, and they're now two of 10 from three in the quarter. Three of 16 overall. Fournier on an off-ball screen to a back-cutting Vukovic layup good. They are slicing the Jazz up. The Jazz have a standing eight count right now and a bloody nose and swollen eyes. 97-90 magic, a 32-8 run. Donovan comes down the middle, drives, knocks, hammers. What a dunk. Well, we need some more of those. 97-92. But you got to do it on the defensive end of the floor. Magic have outscored the Jazz 22-8 in the quarter. Fournier, their leading scorer at 20 a game, takes a left-hand dribble. Finds Vukovic, knocked away by O'Neal, picked up by Ingles. Steps by the defender, but he's fouled in the backcourt to stop the fast break. Team foul number two on the Magic. 4.08 to play, 97-92, we're into clutch time. Orlando is 16th in the league in clutch play. The Jazz are the fifth best. The Magic, after hitting just four of 26 from three, have begun to hit them. Here comes Donovan on a curl off Gobert. Gets to the dotted line, ball fakes full, steps through, misses. Gobert tries to control the rebound, can't. Fournier has it, Donovan knocks him over, and a loose ball foul on Donovan. Team foul on the Jazz is going to be number five. Fournier is going to get free throws for that. And three of those come with Donovan Mitchell here in this fourth period. This is hard to believe that the Jazz can go so cold and the defense have not been able to put a stop. Uh, and it's the same thing that's been the culprit all December, which is transition play, Ron. The Jazz have not been able to keep teams out of transition. Mike Conley came back tonight and left again. And Mo Bamba throws Bogdanovich to the ground on the missed free throw. It's 98-92, 3.52 left. Utah's hit just five of their last 25 shots. There was a level tonight, Ron, where you kind of wondered with the way the shooting discrepancy existed, but you're, you didn't expect it to go like this. Orlando is challenging this call. And this review is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen reviewing injury cases for 30 years. Let's go back to Steve Clifford. Actually, never mind. We'll keep it here on that. We'll, so the Jazz here, if you're just tuning in, your America First game summary. The Jazz played a absolutely fabulous first quarter, led 26-20. Then a even better second quarter and led 58-47, led by 11. Held the 11-point lead, though you could feel it swinging a little bit on a 6-0 run by the Magic to close the third quarter, and the run has never stopped. And the again. Jazz have hit five, just made five of their last 25. The Magic's run got to the maximum of 32-8. to they're currently reviewing whether or not Mo Bamba fouled Boyan Bogdanovich on the play. Isaac. Excuse me, Jonathan a, Isaac on the play. Yeah. Thank you, Ron. No. 
And you've looked at the replay more than I have. Any thought? Yeah, I, I think the callers understand because they're looking at the left hand, the left arm. Watch the left arm as he comes out from the same pushing. If he, if he didn't extend his arms there a little bit, then they probably... After review, the call is Call is confirmed. Yeah. Utah Jazz play-by-play, -play, proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Now through the end of the year, get triple rewards on all purchases made with your Golden West Rewards Visa card. Apply now at gwcu.org. We'll take care of you. So uh, challenging a call is more of a timeout. Uh, they he, get to go and I mean, he might have challenged it because he was going to call a timeout anyway. I mean, it counts as a timeout no matter what. Yeah. All right, Jazz are now down six. Donovan comes to the front court. Mike Conley's out for the night. Ingles off a set play. Swings it left side to Donovan. He drives, steps through, kicks it to Bogdanovich. Right corner three. Got it. Boyan Bogdanovich. Six three of the night coming off eight the other night. He's got 24. And the Jazz are back within three, 3.30 to play. Markel Fultz, the number one pick of the draft three years ago, comes to the front court. He and Augustine are in the backcourt. Here comes Fultz to the right side. Jazz give him airspace. Kick out to Vukovic. Hands to Fournier. Off ball screen frees him. He fires the three. It misses. Royce O'Neal with a great screen out of the 6-11. Vukovic for the rebound. Jazz pushing ahead down three. 3.10 to play. Donovan attacking. Right-hand drive. Two-step jump to the window. Scores it! Donovan Mitchell with 26. Jazz back within one. DJ Augustine to the front court. 13-year veteran out of Texas. He's been the game changer tonight. Has 22 on 8 of 10 shooting. Gives to Fournier their leading score. Fournier comes off a of Vukovic pick. He usually plays off ball screens, not on ball screens. Top to Fultz. Crosses over Ingles. Gets to the mid-range. Fires the jumper. Misses. Rebound. Gobert is 19th of the night. He's also got four assists. 98-97, Jazz looking to regain the lead. Donovan, jabs right, now goes, comes back to the left off a of Gobert pick, bounces to Rudy, tough catch, rotates to O'Neal, penetrates to Bogdanovich, ball fake, rotate to Donovan, six on the shot clock, bullets it down low to Rudy, he's being grabbed by Vukovic under the basket. Donovan looks at Rudy, he's like, yes, sir. Unfortunately, it's not free throws. Yeah, they have not fouled that much. Only three fouls, four fouls now. Magic still have only two turnovers all night. And only 16 fouls. Top to Gobert. Full 14 on the shot clock. Hand to Bogdanovich. Aaron Gordon now guarding. Gets in the lane, floats up the right-hander. It's good, Jazz lead it. 99-98-7-0 run, Bogdanovich leading the way. 26 for Boyan. Augustine to the front court, Ingles switches to him. Augustine goes to his right, he likes to reject screen, throws a bad pass, Bogdanovich has it. Aaron Gordon on his side, Bogdanovich attacks with the left hand and finishes. He had an elite athlete on his right shoulder. He stared him in the eye, he looked right at him, he changed his steps and he laid it up and in. Boyan Bogdanovich with 28, Utah by 3, 101-98, the crowd's going crazy. 9-0 run. Scoring off the defense, off turnovers. Let's be honest, scoring turnovers. off a terrible play by DJ Augustine. What, what was that? I mean, drove the right side and then threw a no-look behind the back pass that Steve Clifford was just shaking his head at, wondering, why would you possibly do that? It goes by Vukovic and to Bogdanovich. I love the way Donovan 
Boyan finished this play because he kept the defender on that right shoulder. He slowed up to the point where he could not beat him to the, to the, to the front of the rim, and it became just an easy layup with the left hand. That's not any defender, Ron. That's the two-time slam dunk champion, Aaron Gordon, who has a huge athletic advantage right there. Bogdanovich with 28. Donovan with 26. Wow. Safelight Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert, is the proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebounder program at the end of the regular season. Safelight Auto Glass will donate $5 for each rebound secured by this year's leading team rebounder. All proceeds benefiting the neighborhood house. 19 for Rudy Gobert tonight. Rudy's career high, 25. Four of those 19 coming on the offensive glass tonight. Orlando in the clutch. I mentioned it. Just 20th in the NBA offensively. Fultz will inbound to Vukovic. Come back and get it. Donovan's got the matchup. Fournier to the top. Gets to the free throw line. Tries to dive into O'Neal. Hits the shot. Boy, he jumped to his left and still made that. He was trying to... Like he was trying to draw a foul and, and wasn't really concerned about the ball going in, but it did. He's not been a good clutch player this year. That's a big shot for him. Donovan, Bogdanovich pick and roll. Donovan drives, kicks to the corner to O'Neal. Wasn't ready to shoot it, and he travels. Orlando in the clutch this year. Fournier coming in before that last shot was 7 of 23. Vukovic is 4 of 13. Interestingly enough, Markel Fultz has been their best clutch player. Well, he has the ball. He has it, 101-100, Jazz by one, 122 to play, fourth quarter. Fultz finds Fournier, off a pin, catch, shoot, miss on a straightaway three. And that's their bread and butter play there. They run it from both sides of the floor. He gets the staggered screen to the top of the, shoot the two to three. All right, Donovan at the top. Donovan off Boyan, same play as a moment ago. They get Gordon switched, Donovan drives, Spida spins, hangs in the air, floats and scores! Donovan Mitchell, 103, 100, 28 for Donovan. 55 seconds left, Fultz to the right side. Puts his backside into Donovan, finds Fournier. Jazz double, kick out to Vukovic, his firing for a three. No good, both those guys at 30% in the clutch this year. Okay. Both of them missing wide open looks. Run the clock, run. 39 seconds left, Jazz by three, Donovan at the top. Fournier defending. Now he gets Gordon switched to him. Donovan drives, same floater, same result. Donovan Mitchell. 30 points, ring the Lexus 30-point bell for Donovan Mitchell. Thank you very much. That's brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus of Linden, inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. 105, 128.5 to play. Donovan's got 30. And clutch play by Donovan Mitchell late. And the Jazz have multiple options late in games, which they haven't had in the past. And you can see it there. And that's pretty clutch. The Jazz have made six straight shots down the stretch. And as simple as this league Yes, it's a make-or-miss league, Ron Boone. You hear that so often, and it definitely is. And the Jazz stopped making for a while. But you got 
Donovan, again, he does it so often, though. He's just like, okay, I got to make things happen. Goes to the basket three times, and twice with floaters. The most interesting <laughs> thing to me, Ron, is they switched Aaron Gordon onto him. I will, Aaron Gordon is supposed to be this elite athlete. Something in the Jazz scouting report told them that Aaron Gordon was the one to go get. Well, he is elite athlete, but Donovan's an elite athlete there as well. And that hard drive to the right and then spins back to the middle of the floor using the left hand. I don't know who's going to stop that unless you get help on the weak side. Here come the Magic, down by five. Inbound to Fournier at the top. He's got some airspace. Gobert has to step out to him. Alters his shot slightly, and he misses. O'Neal taps the rebound. Vukovic after it. Ingles runs it down. Throws it across court to Donovan. Shot clock is off. That's a foul, Joe Ingles. Wow, Rudy Gobert went out to help on Fournier. He sidestepped him, and Rudy got back to alter the shot again, and Evan Fournier's late-game clutch play struggles continue. And Joe will go to the line with a Jazz 105 to 100. Free throws good from Joe. Magic still have just three turnovers all night. Jazz have just 14. Jazz. I don't think the Jazz have turned it over maybe once or twice in the second half themselves. Joe's second free throw is good. The Jazz had nine turnovers in the first half. They have five in the second half. 107-100. Markel Fultz, top to Vukovic. Tries to hand to Terrence Ross. Nowhere to go. Back out to Vukovic. Great rotation to Fournier. Nowhere to go. He drives to the lane for a two. It's blocked by Rudy. They'll call a goaltend. Quinn could have fun and challenge that. No, I don't think it'd be worth it. That's a, that's that's definitely a no goal. That was team. a great block. Yeah. Fine in Europe, not here. Ingles inbounds it high to O'Neal, gives it back to Bogdanovich. Five seconds left. Fouled with 3.6. Utah's going to hold on for the win. The only disappointing news is that Mike Conley. Left hamstring flared back up, and he will did not return to the game after playing 19 minutes tonight. Ron, they, he practiced hard. He seemed ready to go. Yeah, I practiced hard today. I, I thought he had a great practice yesterday. Just I just don't know enough about hamstrings or don't have any testimonies. or. No, said by the guy's Twitter account is 1041 straight. Yeah. Bogdanovich with 29. He could go over 30 again. Tonight, what a year he's having. And he does, 30 for Bogdanovich. 17-4 run by the Jazz. That's pretty money, because it felt pretty awful there for a minute. You'd wondered what had happened. They had been so good all night. And then all of a sudden, it went the wrong way, and the Jazz then dug deep to bring it back. A game of runs. Well, they end up getting outscored in that fourth quarter Inter by three. Interestingly enough, Ron, the bench fell apart at the exact moment that Mike Conley would have returned. Right? When the Jazz suddenly had to change the rotation because Mike Conley was unavailable late in the 
third quarter when the way they had played the first half was Conley was going to return is when the team, the bench suddenly fell apart. Well, that's interesting and disturbing. Very disturbing. Because we're not sure what this injury on Mike Conley means for coming back. Tony Parks is with Royce O'Neal. Hey, thanks so much, David. Royce, tonight, this team was down in that fourth quarter. Great team comeback. But could you sense Donovan hitting an entirely different level tonight? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he got going. You know, uh, we, we got the ball in his hands at the end of the game, and he was creating and making shots, so that's what he does. And then defensively, you guys got the critical stops when you got that merry-go-round going. What were the details necessary to get the defensive bite back? I mean, us just communicating with each other, you know, playing hard for each other. Uh, basically, you know, closing out possessions with the rebound and then us just finding each other on the offense end and making shots. Could you sense the energy you gave this team with a big 50-50 board when you were outmatched, oversized, and then also getting a big tip at the end to Joe Ingles? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I traveled the last play. I should have shot it. But, uh, you know, I was going to make it up on defense. I told him that. And then, you know, helping on the glass is what I have to do. Royce, congrats. Great win. Appreciate it. Guys, that's Royce O'Neal. Back that's to you, That's a David. great attitude, Tony, isn't it? you got to love that. The idea of, hey, I screwed up offensively, I'm going to help you defensively. Not that I'm going to go back and get it for you offensively, but I'm going to go get it for you defensively. Ben Anderson and Jake Scott join us now. Ron, what do you well, before we join these guys or as they join us, what's your thoughts on this one? Uh, my thoughts are we, we saw something in that first half that I hope they can duplicate. Uh, and, and I love the fact that they push the ball ahead of the defense. We have some athletes on this team that can make some plays. I think Boyan and, and obviously uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell can do it. I think Royce O'Neal is one of those guys that can go very strong to the basket, especially in, in transition. I just think that, you know, pushing the ball ahead of the defense, and if you don't have anything, you're already down there. You can get into the, to your dribble handoffs and, and uh, breaking the paint, you know, the things that the Jazz do well. That first half, was, I thought I just loved that first half for sure. Ben Anderson, Jake Scott, what are you guys seeing tonight? The pace in the first half was great. I, I agree with Ron. I, you were talking with Coach Lagarza at half, David, and uh, you asked him if he thought that was the best half on both sides of the ball. And uh, he said, yes, I really liked his answer. And Ben and I talked about that uh, a little bit at half, and then it got away in the second half. But that has to do, I thought that was perfectly insightful uh, at the bench which has been an issue so much this year. And when Conley would have come back, it kind of fell apart. We were, uh, Ben, noting when George Niang was in the game and things started to slip. It's interesting that that is. It's the exact moment with the rotation that they were going on uh, tonight was when Conley would have come back. Niang had to come in for him instead of, and we hadn't gotten word yet on Conley at that point. So it was strange to wonder why George had checked come in when he hadn't played. But that is exactly the moment when things kind of, uh, fell a little bit. Orlando's good too. Like you're not, and the no, you know, you weren't going to out the way the Jazz outshot them. There was going to be a run made by the other side at some point tonight. The one that is interesting, I'm going to go back to what Ron just said, uh, Ben, is by the end of the night, on a night where it felt like the Jazz ran a lot, the Jazz ended up with 8% of their possessions in transition, which is in the fifth percentile. Now they were brilliant at it, they averaged 1.9 points per possession when they were in transition tonight, as did Orlando actually, both teams were. But they just couldn't maintain that running that they ran as much as they did in the first half. Yeah, they just slowed to a halt halfway through the third quarter and then really uh, until what, four minutes and 44 seconds left in the fourth quarter when Donovan Mitchell hit that big dunk. And good for Donovan for putting the team on his shoulders and finding a way to get the victory with Boyan Bogdanovich. But 
it, it felt to me like y you have a job and you know you're supposed to work six hours and the boss comes in and asks you to work an extra two. And though it's just a normal eight-hour day, it feels <laughs> extra hard. Even though you work that every other day, it's like as soon as Mike Conley couldn't play and wait, they had to go the extra hours, they just didn't have the energy for it. Wait, wait a minute. Some of us don't know about what, what's that like. <laughs> Some of us don't know about having to work six hours and, and then have to put in a couple of extra hours. <laughs> Some of us have been in basketball all of our life, and we don't know what that feels like. <laughs> Listen to him. <laughs> Listen to the guy who's done radio, actually, his whole life, making fun of him. Like, what am I talking about? I'm not about? making fun of him. There's not one guy in this room. <laughs> ben Anderson, Embassy Suites, I'm baby. I'm yeah. sorry, Ben. Right? That's right. Embassy. You, re Scott. you rescued me, David. Jake Scott, you got anything? You got it? Jake, oh, oh man! You I, ever worked a real eight-hour job, or should the four of us all just be quiet right now? I ben Anderson worked one once, I, and then I pulled him out of it. I may have had one way back in the day, but it's yeah. been a minute. Right, like when you were 16 working at a cafeteria. Exactly. That doesn't count, buddy. That's just earning a little money for so your parents don't have complete control. That doesn't count. All right. I'm sorry four spoiled brats coming to you live. 109, 102. Jazz win. Listen, Pooner. I took the, okay, <laughs> I'll take the blame. But that's your fault entirely until I realized how, what a laughable concept it was that I was making fun of you for it. All right, you guys want to save us from ourselves? All Somebody right. say something now. All right, boys. Hey, we'll turn you loose on that note. Good good crosstalk. And, uh, enjoy the three-game road trip, and we'll see you back here around the holidays. How about this? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We'll there see you, you after go. Christmas. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right, there you go, Lock and Boone. Uh, the Jazz win tonight over the Magic 109-102. We're breaking it down for you. Coming up next on your Jazz Game Night postgame show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night postgame show. Jake Scott, Ben Anderson of KSL Sports with you. The Jazz beat the Magic tonight 109-102 behind 30 points apiece from Donovan Mitchell and Boyan Bogdanovich. A game, uh, Ben, where the Jazz really dominated the first half. The third quarter was about sixes, and the Jazz let them back in the game at the end of the third, beginning of the fourth when the bench unit was out there. Big dunk from Donovan Mitchell when the Jazz were down seven, and they uh, came up big in the clutch to pull out the victory. Overall, a fun game. Because the first half was really easy to watch because the Jazz were hitting everything and the Orlando Magic weren't putting up a ton of effort and they couldn't make anything. So there was very little stress. And then, yeah, up 11 going into the fourth quarter. Felt like, okay, Jazz will hold on to this one. And then Mike Conley doesn't come back into the game. George Yang checks in. You start to say, hey, this, this is a weird lineup. And then you realize, oh, Conley's out. Didn't play the last 10 minutes and 28 seconds of the, or 10 minutes and 32, yeah, 10 minutes and 28 seconds, I'm sorry, of the fourth quarter. You hear it's a hamstring injury again, and the Jazz are suddenly down 97-90 with four minutes to go or five minutes to go, and that's, I mean, that's a recipe for disaster. I bet the win probability for Orlando at that point, we can go back, was probably well over 80%. And then Donovan Mitchell absolutely sparked the team with that huge dunk, and, and we've seen him try to do that in the past and try to take over a game, and, and it's mixed results because teams are designed to, to stop one player from being a superstar, but uh, he was great. And then having that other player and Boyan Bogdanovich who can hit clutch threes as well was huge. Uh, D, how about DJ Augustine rolling back the clock for 22 tonight? And he was kind of the catalyst behind that big comeback for the Orlando Magic. And we talked about it in the pregame, and, and Locke mentioned it during crosstalk. Orlando's not a bad basketball team. The Jazz were always going to have to play well 
uh, to win this. And it looked like in the first quarter maybe they were going to coast a little bit. But this this never felt to me like one of those coast-type games. No, not, not a chance. Uh, it, and we talked about it in the pregame show, is you can't let those other guys beat you. I don't think the starting lineup's going to beat this Jazz team because the Jazz are more talented. But you can't let those other guys come in and get hot. Now, I had pointed out Terrence Ross, and Terrence Ross wasn't great tonight. But DJ Augustine was, especially in the fourth quarter, he was brilliant. And yeah, put the magic on his on his shoulders. But truthfully, they ran out of gas. Quinn yeah. Snyder called some smart timeouts. He, he found a way to get two really smart minutes of rest from Donovan Mitchell when the Jazz desperately needed it. And because of that, he came back with fresh legs. All right, your final tonight, the Magic Fall here in Salt Lake City to the Utah Jazz 109-102. Coming up next, we'll have your Jazz Game Night postgame show. We'll get you sound from the locker room, sound from the podium as well. It's all straight ahead here on the Jazz Radio Network. That'll do it. This has been Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus and Murray. And Lexus of Linden. By Zions Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zions Bank is for you. And by your Utah Toyota dealers. For all the latest jazz interviews, insights, and breaking news, go to 1280thezone.com and utahjazz.com. Ow! This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network.